Hi everyone, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls from Terra Running Company in Cleveland, Tennessee. Each week we interview a different runner from our community, aiming to inspire listeners through our guests' stories and experiences. This week we interview our friend Carter Music. Carter is not only a new dad, by his own admission, he hates running. Listen into this week's episode to find out why Carter still runs, how he and his wife Abby are able to make time to be active, and decide for yourself if Carter is as funny as he thinks he is. All on this week's episode of the Terra Girls Podcast. The Terra Girls Podcast is supported by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrorunning.com. We are back with season two. It has been a long time. We have had so many people knocking down our door asking us to record podcasts again for season two. And so we're back. We're very excited uh, to be back with you all. Thank you to everyone who listened to season one. If you haven't listened to season one, go listen to it. Yeah, we had 10 um, great guests from the running industry, from Cleveland, from the active community, um, from the Tara family. So we are so excited to bring you uh, some new guests in season two. Yes, we are. And uh, our season two, episode one guest, first of the line. Drum roll. Carter Music. Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome, Carter. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm glad that... to be here. Thanks. I'm, I'm one of the people that knocked on the door and begged to be here. So Yeah. Carter begged uh, for us to continue to record them and also begged to be a guest. Right. And the begging to continue to record them would have stopped had I not been asked. So I would have <laughs> right, you know, started just hate commenting. <laughs> <laughs> One star reviews right, on so Apple So that's Podcasts. the tip, everybody. If you want to be on here, just just <laughs> just spam them with negative reviews. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Uh, so, Carter, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah, so my name's Carter Music. Um, I uh, I like long walks on the beach. Um, I live in Chattanooga. I lived in Cleveland for a while. Went to Lee University. Um, still come to Cleveland about once a week. I don't. What What do you want to know about me? I run. I don't like it. I uh-huh. hate it. Um, and that's why I think I'm a fun voice. You oh, know? absolutely. Because, yeah. You know, we like to represent all types of right. Runners on the Terror Girls podcast. Yeah, I do it a lot, and every time I'm like, "This is this sucks." I don't <laughs> do this. So. Does it get any better? Oh yeah, I mean, it gets increasingly better every time. But uh-huh. I'm also just, yeah. and it's not like a pain thing. It's uh-huh. not a. It's a being active. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I mean, I feel like, you know, that's an inspiration in itself. Right. You're still doing it. You're still showing people. A lot yep. of people you know, throwing around the word hero. I try not to get <laughs> caught up in that, but that's what they're saying. Yeah. It, they're saying that? They Just listen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll listen closer. Um, yeah, a lot of people think that we must love running, right? If you, like, say you're a runner, you do races, that you must love it. And that's not always the case. I, like, I run for the feeling of after I ran. Um, to feel like I have run. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I run uh, for the races. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. I love that morning of. I love people that you don't know cheering you on. That's it's, It gets my fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, but the, the training I hate. Uh, I hate. I ran this morning. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the races, and I like to, you know, it is – Sort of like a institutionalized alone time, uh, yep. and it helps with stress management. And I don't; it's like my healthiest coping mechanism. Yeah. And so uh, you know, it 
is worth it. I'm doing air quotes for people that can't see. No one can. I'm doing air. I'm doing. Uh, it's worth it. But uh, yeah, I still don't love it. Uh-huh. You said that was your healthiest coping mechanism. I'd like yeah, to know like, your unhealthiest. Right, right. I just what are the get, others? Well, I, uh, you know, I like to think I'm kind of funny, and I just just attack others in the name of humor. And I'm like, oh, it was just a joke. Sorry yeah. that you're in tears. Before yeah. before we started recording, Carter told us he likes to think that he's in he's in people's top five percent of funniest people they know. Um, I agree. maybe maybe top two percent. That yeah. doesn't sound like something I would have said. I agree. <laughs> you can't deny it now. Right. Um, insert the audio of Carter exactly saying that. <laughs> right. um, I agree, and after this podcast, we want to know if you agree. Is Carter right. now in the top 5% of the funniest people that you personally know, and right. not like comedians? Right, That isn't. those people don't count. Yeah, okay. Right. We set up a high expectation. I love right. it. I love it. Okay, well, we're kind of, we've, we've already warmed ourselves up a little bit, but we still have warm-up questions okay. that we're excited gotcha. to get to. And for those that listen to season one, you know, we had kind of the same questions um, almost every single episode. So we decided, you know, season two, let's change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Still, still same kind of vibes on these questions, but some new questions. Okay. So. All right. What is your favorite thing to eat either before, during, or after a run? Um, before, I like uh, toast. With nothing okay. on it, just straight toast. Mm-hmm. Um, during, I really like <clears throat> goo. Yep. Anything else kind of weirds me out, but I like those. Uh-huh. Um, and then after, I'm a big Dos Bros fan. Yes. I want to be one of these people that goes and has breakfast or brunch after a race or something. Yep. Can't do it. Gotta just have some rice and beans. Yep. So. Dos Bros, if you want to sponsor us. Absolutely. Yeah. We, right. seem to, here. we seem to name drop Dos Bros often. Who do we call about that? <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. Love, love some Dos Bros. Okay. What is your favorite season and why? Um, I like the winter. Uh, really, this we're, we're recording this in February, um, for those of you who are listening in mid-July. Um, I love the winter. I like it when it's, you know, a crisp 50 degrees and dark and gray outside that's what i gross yeah, i i don't i'm very pale i burn very easily mm-hmm. so i like to be able to go outside without a fear of that yep um you can always layer up you know mm-hmm. that's true okay i won't judge salty sweet or spicy uh spicy Ooh, okay i like it um okay you get to invent a holiday that everyone has to celebrate what is it and when is it Okay, it's over the summer. Okay. Um, it's essentially the 4th of July. Uh-huh. Um, let's just make it that. I would just read it. It's already been invented. Okay, well, the 4th of July for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's just hot dogs and water activities and fireworks. Check, 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 check. Okay, a second yeah. 4th of July. Maybe on the... A lot of people say the 5th of July. Uh-huh. That's what we're going for. It's okay. my uncle's birthday. That's okay. what we'll say. Great. Yeah. Fifth of Shout July. out to you, Jeff. He yeah. won't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> um... Coffee, tea. Coffee. Or I have, there's another option. It doesn't matter. (laughs) What's the third option? Pop. Okay, see, this this is why, this is why she Do you call call pop? I don't, I don't now because I. Yeah, because people. uh, Right. Because people say weird things. Okay. Right. It's not worth the battle. It isn't. Um, But that is what like. I say pop and then cover my head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not worth the battle. So I say soda because like I'm not, it's not a hill I'm going to die on. Yep. But. Like, that is what I knew it as growing up with yep. pop. Me too. Oh Two my out gosh. of three. Tip loses this battle. No. Yeah. This this is going to be. This is you know, the be... North calls it pop, and no, no, they the won mid, the war. The Midwest <laughs> the Midwest calls it pop. 
I am from the same state as you, Carter, and no. we what all state call am I it from? soda. Maryland. I'm not from Maryland. Where That's where from? my parents <laughs> live. <laughs> okay, so where did you, you grow up? I grew up. I never lived in one place for more than four years. I've lived oh. in Cleveland, Chattanooga, the longest of anywhere. So I've lived in Delaware, okay. Maryland, Massachusetts, Missouri, Ohio, Virginia, North Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee. When I moved to Tennessee, my parents moved back to Maryland. Okay. So wow. my grandparents lived in Maryland, okay. so it's just easiest to well, say. Well, I would from. like all the listeners to know in Maryland we call it soda. We yeah, also call true. it soda That's true. in at least the central eastern part of Pennsylvania. I'm from western Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and we call it pop. My dad's family's from Michigan, which is why we... Uh-huh. See, it's, yeah. a, it's a Midwest thing. Yeah, it is kind of a Midwest thing. Yeah, it's, There's definitely like a line right down the middle of Pennsylvania. What do you call the metal thing you put your groceries in? Cart. Yeah. Okay, Cart. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. People down here call it... Buggy, yeah. Well, <laughs> just we, driving. Sorry, everyone. We all just threw up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to be a point of contention all season two. So uh, come back and yeah. see what all our guests think. Yeah. But still, the answer is coffee. Okay, yeah, I forgot about the question. Yeah, coffee is what it is. <laughs> okay, that's the right answer. Mm-hmm. The Terror Girls podcast is sponsored by the Summer Sizzler Race Series, a 5K race series celebrating summer. Learn more and register at terrorrunning.com. Okay, well, we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but how did you end up in Cleveland? Uh, yeah, so I came down to go to Lee. Uh, my parents are both alum, alumni, alumnus, whatever their correct mm-hmm. you know variation of that word is. Um, everyone in my family has gone to Lee, uh, and so it was kind of you know a no brainer. So we came down here, and I loved it. It was a no brainer to at least consider it, um, and we came down, and I loved it, and it's great, and. Then my wife, Abby, her whole family's from Cleveland, and so here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, for listeners that don't know, maybe you're not from Cleveland, you're from somewhere else in the country, Um, Lee University is a private Christian university here in Cleveland, and so... Um, really, half of Cleveland probably went to Lee. I went to Lee. Yeah. I worked at Lee. Carter right. also I worked, worked at Lee. Lee. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's why when we say just Lee, mm-hmm. right. what we're I went to. I went and met with a man named Lee for four years is what I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany did not go to Lee. I didn't go to She's Lee. She's the half of Cleveland. Yeah, two things I thought that was funny about that. One is you assume we have uh, listeners that outside Look, of Cleveland. <laughs> we do. I live in we will. <laughs> That's true. Right. Two is... Um, uh, the <laughs> no, 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 I got it, I got it. I always try to introduce, I love introducing people. I love, that's one of my hobbies. I like to introduce people that I like to each other so they can be friends and I don't have to be feel responsible for any of them. And so I always try to introduce Carter to people, like when we're at, you know, social events or when he's in the store or working in the coffee shop. And everyone who went to Lee slash works at Lee slash is related to Lee at all knows each other. Right. Like, that's kind of true. I yeah. tried to introduce Carter and Tiff. I don't know, right. Lee. Yeah. How do they know each other? Just right. Lee. did. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember, remember yep. a time. Yep. I don't ever remember formally meeting Carter, but did right. I know exactly who he is? Yep. Yes. You were born knowing him. I just was. Amen. Yes. <laughs> right. So don't try to introduce people who went to Lee because they all know each other. Yeah. It's kind of true. It's the bubble. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I do have a question, though, because you kind of already mentioned this. How? Why did you move around so much? Uh, yeah. So my dad, uh, also Cleveland-related, uh, my dad was in administration for the Church of God, mm. and so there are uh, term limitations. So he had the same job most of my childhood, but just in different uh, regions. So it was cool. We ran a lot of camps, did that kind of thing. So it was good. What was your favorite place to live? Um, so that's difficult. Uh, 
I think that I really, really liked living in Virginia um, as a place. Um, but I would say that the people in Ohio was that was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, so if I the only place I would probably move back to is the Cincinnati area. Mm-hmm. But. Nice. And it's hard when you're growing up. It's just like, do you have a friend at school? You know, right? That's exactly. What it makes like it. I lived in Missouri from, I don't know, like the third through the fifth grade uh-huh. or something. So it's like, yeah, irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you, yeah. Didn't know, you didn't even know where you were. Right. Yeah. Those, yeah, those days don't even matter. Uh, so, um, so. How did you find running? Where does running fit into your Yeah, story? so I'm not incredibly competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the most competitive version of myself now that I've ever been. Um, but, like, growing up, I was not super competitive. Uh, and so when I was in middle school, uh, not super athletic, like, didn't because I didn't care. Like, I, you know. Um, but then running became this thing that was like, oh, well, it's just kind of against yourself. And it's like... You can be more involved at school. So I started running cross country um, because I'm also not fast. Part of that is probably because I'm not super competitive. So I don't care to be fast. Um, sounds like Brittany. That's me. Yeah. I'm like, why would I? We're both getting that there. That sounds super painful. Like running right. fast just sounds like it hurts. And right. I'm, I probably could be faster, but I don't, I'm not really interested in it. Here's the thing. <laughs> if they stop giving medals mm-hmm. to the back half of the pack. You'll see me prioritize speed. <laughs> but until then, I'm going to be just, you know, yep. I'll catch you at the end. Get Everybody, your money's worth. Right. You the know? people I go with are waiting on me. So I'll see you there. Right. Um, so, yeah, started running cross country. Uh, for those of you who have run cross country, you know, they have like the little golf cart or the little gator truck that falls around the last runner to give context of my speed. I was never the last runner, but I also could always hear the gator. <laughs> so that's, uh, give a little context. Um, so did that for a few years, really uh, enjoyed it. Liked, again, it's at that point, it's a lot of races. And so I liked that day, um, you know, the start and the, the sort of anxiety mixed with excitement. Um, and so then I kept doing it kind of on and off through high school. Uh, and then when I got to Lee, uh, Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, <laughs> there is a, you know, obviously Cleveland has a great running community and that bleeds into and out of the campus. And so it just became a thing to do. Uh, I would run with people. Um, and that was probably when I enjoyed running the the strict act of running the most was because there was always people to be running with. Um, but yeah, so that's how I got into it. That's awesome. So what has kept you running now that your life has changed a little bit? You're not obviously in college anymore. Why are you still doing it? Yeah, there. Um, so, you know, obviously all the health reasons, mm-hmm. like I don't want to, you know, tragically die. Yep. Uh, that's yeah, probably yeah. The, I have a two year old son, uh-huh. so I would like to, you know, live. Um, So that's a big part, but obviously there's other ways to do that. Um, For me, again, I really enjoy the race day experience. So if, you know, if the world canceled races, uh, I would stop running. So like during COVID, I didn't run super consistently because I had nothing to run, quote unquote, for. Um, But I would say that your question was what keeps me running? Mm -hmm. I have not found something that is as good for me in regards to stress management. So Mm -hmm. I would say I do it for my health, but far more for my mental health than my physical health. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that is because, again, it's not like I'm pushing myself all that hard sometimes. (laughs) And so, you know, it's like some of the benefits you get 
from a physical health perspective, you know, it's not like I'm like shedding weight out there. So, but from a mental health perspective, there's, I mean, I haven't found anything that, that helps me manage stress and clear my head and think I don't run with music. I don't run with a podcast. I just, just me and, you know, all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's great. I love it. That's awesome. I love that part of it. Yep. He hates the rest of it. Right. Contradicting myself. I hate the pain. Uh. No, that's awesome. Um, Because there are so many reasons to run and so many people. I love hearing everyone's reasons for running because, you know, a lot of people are social like that. We saw that with a lot of people stopped running during COVID because of races. It's one of our favorite reasons that we get to put on races because it encourages people to get out there. But, yeah. yeah. And that's one thing, too. It's a... it's an easy thing to kind of do wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I travel a lot for work, and so it's super helpful because, you know, like if you're, say, lifting, you're kind of tied to, well, what do they have at the hotel, and do they have what I need? Or, like, I either have to get, you know, the next level up in some membership and hope that there's a gym like that near where I am. Whereas running, I can always get up couple hours early and they either have a treadmill or it's a cool way to see, you know, the city that I'm mm-hmm. visiting. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's been one probably in the more recent years that I've really enjoyed about it is that there's, you know, you can kind of do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. Okay. You mentioned your son already, but you're a newish father. Right. Um, can you talk to us about what that experience has been like, especially balancing? I mean, running, yes, because this is a running podcast, but yeah, just like health and, and all of that. And you even, you know, yeah, just talk to us about that. Yeah, so I would say the first, especially like six months, six months to a year, uh, it's just like you're juggling all the things in your life. And then someone was like, what if you have to juggle one more thing? And if that thing doesn't work out, it's not like a dog. You can't give it away. Uh, you, know, you can't take it to the pound and be like, oh, good luck. Help somebody. Uh, you can't post on Facebook. Hey, looking for a good home. Um, you know, just some different expectations. And, you know. Uh, so that has been, that was a challenge. I would say the first year, year and a half, it, it is just hard. Like there's no, there are a lot of ways to cope with it. A lot of ways to manage it. A lot of ways to try different things and fail. And, but it is hard and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so then he was born in February. So then this past, he was born on Valentine's day. So, um, Valentine's day of 2022, he he had his birthday. He's like, we're at this, what feels to be a manageable point. And uh, my wife, Abby, was like, I want to, she's also a runner. She's like, I want to run a race again this fall. Like, I want to, you know, let's get back into it. So we both ran races in October, um, I guess October-ish this fall. And so then it shifted and it was like, okay, well, how do we find time to manage uh, a running schedule in the midst of all this. And it came down to every activity, every training day, every, hey, I'm just doing yoga for 30 minutes or whatever, is on our calendar. Mm-hmm. And so the, on Sunday night, it was like we sit down and map out, okay, well, you are you have a long run on Saturday. Well, we can't really do our long runs on the same day logistically. It would be far easier if we weren't both running, Mm -hmm. but also it was just the way that it fell. Mm -hmm. And so kind of lining that up, okay, well, you'll do yours on Saturday. I'll do mine on Sunday. I work from home, so I have a little bit more flexibility. So it's like, hey, we're out of town Saturday. You're going to do your long run Sunday. I'll do mine Monday morning. Um, So it became a lot less... um, 
kind of impromptu than what I had seen before and what I had experienced from a both in running and in life, um, where, hey, I know on Thursday I got to run four miles. Well, I'll just do that. I'll just figure out on Thursday when I'm going to do that. Um, instead, I knew four or five days in advance, all right, well, six o'clock, I got to go run four miles. Um, and so that helped. And I do think that that structure made me train better. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a great, I'm not a super consistent trainer. And part of that is because once I get to the point where I'm like, I'm going to run the race either way, like I'm far enough along that I can run it, I've hit what I'm looking for, which is being ready for the race. So then I'm, you know, I kind of fall off. But Abby is super disciplined. Like Abby enjoys the training. So kind of having to work together to schedule made me a far more consistent uh, trainer because I had to be. So. Mm-hmm. That's great. No, I mean, I don't have kids, so um, I can't speak to that. I do have a lot of nephews and a niece, and it's always a wild time. So I'm always very impressed by parents, especially new parents, and just juggling of that schedule and yeah. and the lack of sleep because right. I hear there's a lot of it. Yeah. And also, I'm not going to be one of these people that pushes a stroller. Like, if you are, more power to you, <laughs> but that seems hard. Like, I don't – I did it one time, and I was like, we'll be – just not running together because <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah, does Abby push the stroller ever? Uh, she does very rarely. If anything over a 5K, she wouldn't do it. But like under under that, she'll do it sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I hate it. <laughs> I don't know why. You're just adding all this extra weight. It's the, excuse me, for anything, it's the balance. Like uh-huh. you have to be so aware of like, oh, my hands are this way. And yeah. it's just like, That's I don't. That's true. It's a, yeah. not just running as fast as you can with something. It's your trial. Right. Yeah. I'm so, so yeah. impressed when people like do it. Yeah. If I had to carry, hey, I need you to carry this backpack and run uh-huh. or push this backpack in a cart. Sure. I wouldn't worry about it. But you're like, oh, I hope this thing doesn't flip. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, there's all those horror stories about like, well, you know, if you're going down a hill, you really should stop. And, and I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity right. to be thinking about all that stuff while I push him and then go catch him at the bottom. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Not recommending that, of course. No. Um, so what are your what are your fitness goals look like for the future? Uh, do you have any races planned? Yeah. So I don't have any. I, I'll run the Cleveland half always. Uh, this is a plug. Run it. It's super fun. Uh, Thanks. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What would I say if I was like, uh, that, was, that race was bad. I'm that race kidding. was the worst. <laughs> right. Uh, Carter comes early race morning for the past two years, I think, uh-huh. and sets up the sound equipment. Yep. So yeah. I like borrow it from uh, someone and then bring it. And then I'm like, I don't know, Carter. There it is. Right. Fix and it. every year we have the same problem, which it's like, now wait, how do we set this up again? Yeah. Yep. Yep. What yeah. chord goes with what? And we're speaking two different languages. I don't know anything yeah. right. about like <laughs> microphones and chords and speakers. And Carter does. And so I have to make him like put it in terms that you would tell a child. Brittany's like, make it sound loud is all that <laughs> I mean. Um, yeah. So I'll run. I'll, I mean, that's the plan is to do Cleveland again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to do uh, another race in the spring, but I don't really have a plan at this Mm -hmm. point about which one I'm going to do. I've started recently mountain biking. Oh, yeah. Very, very casually. Tell us Um, more. That's that's it. That's really all there is to tell right now. So I got into it a little bit during 2020, Uh and then we had a baby. Um, shout out to Graham. Um, and <laughs> what if he was listening? Uh, he does. I mean, by what if, I mean he is always. Uh, so 
uh, started doing it then, and then that was one thing that like I just haven't consistently gotten back into. Um, and so that's that's a thing that I am hoping to really consistently get back into. It, it helps my running because it works all those other leg muscles. And mm-hmm. so then I'm like, running seems so easy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah mm-hmm. Comparatively. So. Yeah. Again, for all those listeners out there who are not from the Cleveland Chattanooga area, <laughs> we have some really awesome mountain biking trails uh-huh. and, yeah. and trails you can run on. Um, I right. also got into mountain biking in 2020. It was hard to get a bike during yeah. that time. There were no bikes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I stole mine. Just, I'm <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I would kind of believe leave it. Right. <laughs> Although you wouldn't confess it on the podcast. Right, exactly. No, right. I, the moment we cut, I'd be like, you guys want to know how I got my <laughs> <laughs> No, but I also really enjoy mountain biking and don't do it as yeah. much as I want to. And really, it's because I'm too lazy to load my bike into yeah, the it's Logistically, a, it's a little bit harder. Well, everything I said about running, again, I can't think of another sport, I guess, or activity that has less of an entry barrier than running. Yep. I mean, you just just do it. Just go do it. Yeah. Um, and so that's, yeah, I mean, that's part of the thing with mountain biking is it became, you've got to load everything up. You've got to go somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just be, it's logistically a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of, that is one thing I am hoping to start trail running as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the last, I've asked Brittany about trail running countless times. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm, I think I want to do it. So awesome. Seems it, fun. Just go to the same place. And- right. And now, on on podcast, and now so it's on a podcast. Yeah, you committed. Right. So now like 1,600 people will be Honestly, like. Honestly. Yeah. Right. Thousands and right. thousands and thousands. Every person people. I see will be like, by the way, did you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to the Terror Girls podcast. <laughs> uh, um, you have, have you fallen over on your mountain bike? Oh, yeah. I don't know. For the listeners, um, <laughs> I am about 6'2", and I look like I'm clumsy, and I am <laughs> Far clumsier than I look. Um, and so, yeah, I've fallen to answer your question. And I will fake it. When the next person walks by, I'll be like, oh, I was uh, plants, really into plants. I was just laying here to look at these plants. Yeah. Ignore the scrapes. That's, uh, it's tattoos. I came here with blood on my nose. Right, yeah. Yes. This was unrelated to yeah. this. Yeah. I'm afraid of falling. I really do like mountain biking, but I, yeah. I think I need to just like take a big tumble and get over it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I am afraid, so I'm not as confident in it as I, I you need to be. You need yeah. to just right. be able to go for it. And Yeah, and I don't do anything that's super crazy um, mm-hmm. because I am pretty physically risk averse. Mm-hmm. I don't like I'm just. A pretty even keel. Again, the I don't have like an incredibly competitive streak. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at something and see someone else do it and think like, I've got to do that. Mm-hmm. I look I, I look at someone and they do something crazy. And I think to myself, that was awesome. <laughs> and then I, you know, easily get off my bike and walk around that obstacle. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just not my... Not my thing. So. I, I totally understand. I, I'm missing that, like, competitive bone right. or something. I don't... Yeah. I'm, no, I'm more competitive than you. Yeah. You can't... When we raced, Tiff and I raced yeah. um, uh, in our, last year. In our year. video show. Yeah, in our video show. Check, check that out on, on YouTube. <laughs> we raced at the lead track, 1600, and I was like, there's nothing you can say that will, like, motivate me right. to want to run fast. Like, right. I'll run alongside you until the last 100, and then I'll trying to run a little bit harder but like right uh, but if but if i lose i'm not gonna think anything of it i run with people uh when i like the people that i consistently run with are all so much it's like hunter hoskins (laughs) and let's you know uh adam joiner and i have Uh run together for those of you don't know they're both 
stupid fast, yeah. like annoyingly so. And I don't care. Like, I yes. don't, it does not bother me at all to be slow and funny. <laughs> you know, I, you can't be good at everything. So. You know, so you, I'm just realizing that I'm, I'm quite competitive. You are. You I'm very are. competitive, but the thing I'm probably the least competitive in is running. Mm-hmm. Like when we were doing like an actual race, like you and me pitted against each mm-hmm. other. Like I really tried, tried too hard, and then my I didn't have a strategy and I lost. Mm-hmm. Right. But just a regular run, I'm also like pr- really content to just be slow. And I think yeah. it's because I'm not doing it to you know win anything. Just right. kind of enjoying the the enjoying right. the journey. Yeah. For absolutely. me, it's about beating like myself. Uh-huh. It's about um, not even a time, but mm-hmm. it's about going out there and running strong and, you know, doing this thing that, you know, so like in a half marathon instance, this thing that I, I don't really enjoy. So it's not like I love it and I'm like, oh, well, it's just so fun to do it. It's this thing that every time I'm like, I hate this. And I it is it is a thing that I feel like I'm overcoming. Yep. Um, so it's like just consistently challenging myself. And that's part of why I think like at this point, I haven't run a full. I don't really have a desire to run a full because out of a half, I get this moment where I'm like, it's, you know, the night before I'm laying in bed, like, am I, is this something I can do uh-huh. still? And obviously it is because I've done it before. And, you know, it's like I had trained up until that point, but I have this moment of like, I don't, I don't know that I want to do this. <laughs> and then getting up and making yourself do it. It's yeah. like a... Uh, it's a good exercise and discipline. Um, so for those of you who are listening that, you know, are like, oh, it just is not fun. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Life doesn't have to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it for other reasons. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. Well, since we're kind of on the topic, we're going to uh, ask your advice okay. for a beginner runner. And then after that, we're going to ask your advice that you would give a seasoned runner. Right. Like a professional. Like who? Let me call people and be like, hey. I know that you do this. What are you going to tell Adam Joyner? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't know what to tell him. Dry toast helps. <laughs> um, okay, for a beginner runner, I would say uh, get new shoes. I was, um, it's not that much money. And if you get into it and determine, hey, I hate it and I'm not going to, hate it more than me even and I'm like I'm not going to do it for whatever reason then you just have a nice pair of tennis shoes that you can wear um, get get your first pair in a color like black that's super easy and relaxed and so that way you can do something with them if you don't want them uh, cut the grass mm-hmm. uh, but that was a game changer for me I ran for a long time just in you know like the Nike running shoe or whatever uh, <laughs> you know nothing against them except that it sucked for me um and I, w- I had some pretty serious leg and knee pain. Uh, and then I went and got fitted, and apparently I pronate. That's a word that it I is. learned. Mm-hmm. And I throw the word pronate around like, like it's <laughs> like nothing. Like you know now. what it means. <laughs> right. So for those of you who don't know, pronating is when your feet tilt in towards yeah. the center of your body uh, when you walk. And Brittany said that I pronate better than anyone she <laughs> Or she might have said worse. I can't remember. <laughs> I probably said better. Um, you probably did. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a pro- like, oh, gosh. I'm a professional pronator, 
Um, and so I went and got new shoes. I run in Brooks uh, Bedlam's. Uh, is that still the, the version? It's now called the Levitate GTS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, well, that's what it is now. Yep. Then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Same shoe, yeah. Yeah, I'd basically just go into Terra and say, and you can do this with your local running store if you're not in the Cleveland, Chattanooga <laughs> area. Um, I just go in and say, hey, that's the shoe I've run in before. I'm not interested in mixing it up. I just want the newest version of that <laughs> shoe. Um, that was a game changer for me because now like the I, I know I keep making the joke that I don't like it uh, obviously there are parts of it that I enjoy but, but the part about like it's not miserable ever it's not physically painful whereas before it was and mm-hmm. so getting new shoes is the best thing um, and then just like not worrying about your time it's mm-hmm. the same distance so if mm-hmm. it takes you you know three minutes or three hours or three days um, three days you should probably find a new hobby <laughs> but yeah just just picking a, you know picking a distance and running that way and and handling it mm-hmm. um, is great and that's that's been super helpful for me that's great advice I'll any try. any advice for the seasoned runner for- uh, yeah I don't know just keep being chill <laughs> Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Quote. Well, no, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, just keep me in shape. Put that on the wall. <laughs> yeah. No, I will say uh, the best, the most fun type of seasoned runner, like when people are really, really good. I think the most fun version of those people are the people that when they're talking to new runners, just keep it about the distance and are just talking about the distance rather than like how much faster. That's why I like talking about, you know, guys like Adam Joyner, mm-hmm. because if we go out and run a 5K together, Adam will have eaten his, you know, breakfast after by the time I finish because he had, you know, was so far ahead of me. But, yeah, we both ran a 5K. Right. And so that's, you know, it's more fun to be around those kind of people when that's the you know, mm-hmm. the talking point. Yeah. Keeping it fun. That's what we're right. all about. Right. Um, all right. That was great advice. That was, that was. good job. Um, all right, so for our final lap, we've also changed this up from season one. Okay. Um, it's a heavy one. Are you ready? I'm ready. What do you hope that your life will look like in oh, wow. 10 years? So heavy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought I couldn't tell when you said it's a heavy one. I was like setting myself up for it to be a joke. Um, oh, yeah. I was serious. Oh, I know. Well, now I've gathered that. So go. Start okay. again. Um, <laughs> you didn't even listen. I know. I was so prepared for it to be a joke, and it was not. And then I heard, what do you hope? And I was like, this is, I, I'm trying to pull up at the last second. <laughs> All right, so go. I'm ready now. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of that, so you can just... Right. What do you hope your life will look like in 10 years? This can be running-related, life-related. Yeah. You take it any direction you want. What do I hope my life looks like in 10 years? I'll be 37. Mm-hmm. I hope that I am a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I want to be the kind of person that people are glad they have known. Mm. Um, the kind of person that, you know, you tell your kids about when they die. Yeah. That's all I really hope for. That's a wonderful answer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We got a little misty eye. I was going to say, guys, <laughs> like, the wow. number of people we have brought to tears in this podcast studio <laughs> yes. is uh, shocking. That was that was great. <laughs> that was great, that was really Carter. Great. And we are so happy to know you. We are. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much and, for being on our podcast. You, I do think you're in the top 5% of funniest Thank people. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I can't really think. I mean, maybe the funniest. 
Thanks. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone funnier. That's the goal. I tell Abby, my wife, that all the time. Uh, that I'm the funniest person she knows and she laughs it off but I'm like try to name someone funnier than me <laughs> like you can't uh, so. you're funny and you know it you know there's nothing wrong with that no. um, thank you for being our friend and for being yeah. a fan and a supporter of Tara over the years and for joining us on season one of episode two of Tara Girls yep. absolutely love it it's uh, it's season two, episode one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I love Whatever. Tara. I love you guys. I'm glad to, you know, glad to be a part. And Thank now you. no one has an excuse to not run because Carter just told them that you can hate it. Yep. And, right. uh, well, that's the thing is, you know, I listen uh, to the podcast, obviously. And a lot of these people come out and they're like, oh, it's great. It's such a good thing for me. It changed my life. And I'm like, it can have changed your life and you still hate it. Yep, yep. <laughs> and that's me. Yeah. That's or you have no competitive streak and that's fine right. too. I don't do it. You don't do it to right. beat people. I don't either. That's yeah. what I mean. I'm not competitive with running. Right. Yeah. So just doing it for the act of doing it. It's, not, it's on silent. I don't know how this happens. <laughs> Carter's phone is going uh, off, everyone. Uh, <laughs> We're not cutting this. Can't have no. anything nice in this life. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Season 2, Episode 1 right. of the Terror Girls Podcast. We hope you'll stick with us through Season 2. Uh, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terror Girls. Inspiring people one runner at a time. The Terror Girls Podcast is brought to you by Terror Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Named one of the best running stores in the country, Terra Running Company offers top-notch customer service and all the best running and walking brands. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Carrying brands like Hoka, Brooks, On, and New Balance, we also have the best fit specialists to help you find the best shoe for you. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrarunning.com. 